Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. This week, I'm talking about expensive Hindus, political disagreements within a couple, and what to do about a flirty new boss. Our first problem this week. Dear Viv, I've got three friends getting hitched this summer, which means three Hindus, two European city breaks and one long weekend in a swanky spa hotel. I just can't afford to pay for all of these trips, as well as the cost of transport, hotels and a new outfit for the actual wedding days, whilst having enough money to pay rent, have a social life and maybe spend a week in summer somewhere I actually want to go. Should I blow off the Hindus or is that social suicide? Ah, difficult question. Uh, One I think a lot of people will identify with. This is a phenomenon which has existed ever since I got married 15 years ago, but one that has really become insane in the past few years. Uh, First of all, though, I want to take a step back and say, first off, I really don't like the use of your words social suicide, uh, but I think it's really important that you've used those words. I know you don't mean it literally at all, uh, but I think those words give a bit of an insight into what's going on here. um, And we're sort of edging We're not edging into drama queen territory. We're already firmly in it. Uh, These situations already cause a lot of drama. And we all know that there's often uh, what's known as a bridezilla at the heart of them, ramping up that drama and enjoying being the centre of attention. Uh, Even the most well-intentioned brides lose it a bit around their wedding planning. I know I did. Uh, But there is no need for you to become a guestzilla and go into drama queen mode too. And I feel as if that's what you're doing here a bit because you're really seeing it all in black and white. Uh, I'm thinking perhaps a black and white moody Instagram shot with a retro filter, the sort of thing Bryzilla would love. Uh, The most important thing uh, to think about here is what do you want to do? And you need to answer this question honestly because you're not a pawn in somebody's glamorous game of wedding chess. Uh, Pretending that you are makes it all into a big production where you can flounce around being annoyed at other people, making you spend money on hot stone massages that you don't really want and cannot enjoy because you're so stressed and annoyed. 
So just step back here and decide what it is that you want. Uh, Draw up a budget. What can you afford to go to? You should go to the things that you want to go to and which suit your budget. Um, How do you draw up? I can imagine you're asking this. How do you draw up a budget when you probably can't afford to go to any of the things? Uh, You should then work out a sum of money that you are comfortable with spending and that won't make you stressed. If even that is not enough for you to go to everything you want to go to, then your decision is made for you and you're just not going to be able to go, which I know that's depressing and annoying, but it might just be how it is. So remember, this is about what you want. Even if you could afford to go on all of these trips and even to all of the weddings, you you don't have to go to all of them. Uh, If there's any social suicide going on here, and I really hate that expression, uh, then it's around the idea of doing things that you don't really want to do. That, I think, is a form of social suicide. Do not engage in attending hen parties and weddings and spa weekends with reluctance and irritation. It's just better not to go. So what do you say? What do you say to the bride um, and to your other friends who I'm guessing will be going? So you're right to suggest that you need to grease the wheels of social interaction here. Nobody wants to know that you're not getting involved because you can't afford it, partly because that suggests a negative judgment towards the bride, i.e. why are you making me spend all this money? Uh, If you decide against going and from the tone of your letter... I think you probably should only just go to one wedding and one hen night and make those uh, the wedding and hen night of the person closest to you. Uh, Then you need to start getting some little white lies ready. Uh, Yes, even if these are good friends, you are going to have to lie to them. So you can say it's really annoying and upsetting for you, but you can't make that one weekend. Oh, it's your parents' wedding anniversary that weekend. You promised your sister you would help her move house that weekend. Your cousin is having a crisis. You have a work conference. Uh, This is the best lie because it's not interesting enough to investigate. Don't get involved in an elaborate lie. I'm not suggesting that. Stick to one sentence and parrot it without explaining further. Say you're too upset to discuss it. Uh, It is much better, I think, to tell a little white lie when you can't afford to do these things than to go on hen weekends and even to the weddings themselves when you really don't want to go and you just can't afford it. Attending weddings and hen parties passive aggressively is not a good thing to do. Um, I have to say from personal experience that 15 years on from my own wedding, I do not remember the people who couldn't come for whatever reason, but I do remember the one person who came and let slip that it had been inconvenient for them to attend my wedding. I'm sure you wouldn't say that to any of your friends, but even if it's playing at the back of your mind, it's going to be etched on your heart and written on your face. That is not social suicide, but it is a sort of social drive-by shooting and you need to avoid it at all costs. So what I am saying is, do what you want to do and I totally give you permission to save up for your own holiday in the summer instead. Our second question this week. Dear Viv, how do couples with different political viewpoints stay together? I'm seeing someone new who I really like, but we have very different ideas on politics. At the moment, it's funny and we have interesting debates, but I'm worried it will cause problems in the long run. Hello, party activist. Welcome to the pool. Yes, I will take a leaflet. Thank you. I'm not going to make a joke about you being a Guardian reader, but I sense that you must be a Guardian reader and God bless you for that. Now, this is a very, very sweet question and a fascinating one. I have seen this played out uh, across several relationships with good and bad outcomes. 
Most of all, though, this isn't just a question about difference of opinion and politics. Um, It's really a question about fear and about not wanting to live with the uncertainty that exists inside every relationship. I can tell from the tone of your question that you want to see into the future. And none of us can see into the future. The only thing we have access to which can tell us how to live our lives is our feelings in the present. Uh, But as your letter suggests, those feelings are not always to be trusted. If we ran away from something every time we felt anxiety, we would not ever take any risks or do anything exciting or come out of our comfort zones. On the other hand, anxiety is really good at putting us in touch with how we really feel about something and what it really means to us personally. So this is an incredibly personal question, this idea of whether you can get on and, you know, have a long relationship with someone with completely different views to you. And the answer is it depends on you and it depends on the person you've met. Um, Notice I'm being very politically correct, dear party activist and assumed Guardian reader, uh, but your letter was short and the genders are unclear, so I don't know the gender of your partner. Uh, For some people, this is a disconnect of these different political views that would mean nothing. Or even better, it could even enhance the relationship, just as you suggest. It makes it fun and intellectually stimulating. Some people like to be challenged and to live around difference and debate and discussion. Others need reassurance and cosiness and to live around people who make them feel secure and loved and not as if they have to justify themselves. I think most of us are probably somewhere in the middle. So you, party activist, you need to work out uh, where you lie, both literally and metaphorically. The fact that you've written in this letter and already slightly tortured by this question, it does make me think that you're starting to find the debates more disturbing than funny and interesting. But I could be wrong about that. You should also, I think, by this point, although you say this is a new partner, you should be able to talk about this with your partner because their view is just as important as yours. Finally, you ask, how do couples with different political viewpoints stay together? The answer is this, by talking a lot, by listening and by understanding and respecting each other. In reality, you would be surprised at how difficult it is for human beings to do this. Good luck. Sorry if you're not a Guardian reader, by the way, and are instead a lover of what I like to call the blue way. Everyone is welcome at the pool. Our third letter this week. Dear Viv, I think my new boss has a thing for me. I'd like to get to know him and he has asked me to go for a drink with him. I don't have many friends yet at work and I'm worried people will start making assumptions about me if word gets out. Should I leave it or take the chance? Well, this is a very simple question for me to answer and I will answer it very quickly and succinctly. No, 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 no. Hide under your desk, run for the hills, get a flight to Mexico, quit your job and join a commune or more realistically, brush up your LinkedIn profile and start looking for a new job. In short, if you really believe your new boss has a thing for you, then you are working for someone who does not respect boundaries and is going to make your life a mess. You need to stay away from this person however much you think you might be attracted to them. I am more worried though, because I'm not, I can't read entirely from your letter exactly what's going on here, but I'm, I'm more worried about the second part of your question where you say, I don't have many friends yet at work. 
I mean, that's something you should be more worried about solving, I think. Uh, Concentrate your efforts on making new friends at work. And that in itself is a good thing, but it's also a great way to find out discreetly what sort of person your boss is. Not because you should be working out how to get him to go out with you. Frankly, I despair. Uh, But because you need to work out what's really going on here, because it is inappropriate that he's asked you out for a drink when you've just started a job. Fact. Uh, But is this guy just a very matey person who does this to everyone? Is it possible that you've misread the signs and he hasn't asked you out for a drink in that kind of way at all? Um, Has he just said something like, oh, we all go out for drinks sometimes, I'll see you there, in which case he's actually just encouraging you to bond with the rest of the team and he isn't asking you out on a date. Either way, I don't think you have the full story here and I suspect that if you become friends with some of your colleagues, they'll be able to fill in the gaps without you having to say very much at all. So in the meantime, be polite to your boss and do your job, but uh, proceed with extreme caution because this could end up being a person you really don't actually want to work for. Uh, Be patient, get to know your colleagues, and please don't tell anyone for now about your thoughts about your boss. Instead, ask a lot of questions. I would definitely ask what happened to the last person in your job. Uh, what's the company's attitude towards out-of-hours socialising? Is is this something that's going to be expected of you? Is it unusual, this request that he's made? Are there any office romances? What What's the general picture here? I think until you know a bit more about the background and what's really going on here, you are way too busy to go out for a drink with the boss. Our fourth letter this week is a really lovely one, and it's very short. Dear Viv, I am a 39-year-old man. Am I too old to wear trainers? Oh, lovely 39-year-old man. You are so adorable to write in with this question. If things were different, I would ask for your phone number and we could go on a date where you could wear whatever you like, within reason. Um, I once went on a date with a man wearing white tasseled moccasins and this was a very poor fashion choice indeed, although I did spend the night with him anyway. Now, I love your question because it's so sweet. Uh, It also makes me sad, though. You you are 39 and not 89. And we're talking about trainers here. We're not talking about hot pants, leather chaps or a fluorescent string vest. I don't think there's any risk. You'll look like you've just stepped off the set of Zoolander 2 just by wearing trainers. Your question, I don't know that you could be really going for a crazy trainer look, but um, there's nothing wrong with that either. Your your question, though, it does touch on something much deeper. You're obviously self-conscious about growing old, bless you. Um, Or maybe you're jealous of of the young people and not only their beautiful box-fresh trainers, but the fact that they don't even have to think about what to wear. They can just wear it and look great. Damn them. I am with you here, 39-year-old man. Damn all these young people for their youth and beauty. But this is your life and you are not dead yet. I would love for you to wear whatever makes you feel amazing and whatever makes you step away from these feelings of self-consciousness. So I hereby give you permission to wear trainers. However, I also give you permission to avoid all fashions that make you feel rubbish about yourself. And only you can know what's right. All the rest is noise. Please stay away from white tasseled moccasins. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, 
please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign in to thepool.com where you can get these podcasts automatically saved to your scrapbook every single week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.